everybody. Welcome to episode 55. 55. Double nickel. Uh, the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. And my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director and DP out of New York what? State. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the other host of this podcast. You um, refuse to consider yourself an editor, even though you are. Well, because that's the, the one I like the least. Yeah, well. Um, or I shouldn't say like the list. It's just what I struggle with the most. That just means you... Outside of our own films. I love editing my, to get our, my own films, but when it's somebody else's stuff or corporate stuff, I don't know. I just... My brain shuts off and I don't want to do it. I want to do it. I don't want to do it. So uh, today's episode is about reviews, reviews, reviews. Yeah, this is the mega review show. Yeah. Apparently. Well, yeah. Yeah. Apparently it is. We've watched a lot of stuff this mm-hmm. weekend. We're going to spoil a lot of shit for you. Listen, listen, this is going to have a lot of spoilers. So if you haven't seen... A lot of things. If you haven't seen Mm Spider-Man, if you haven't seen Stranger Things, if you haven't seen Black Spot and Midsummer, if you haven't seen any of those things, then come back at a later date because we're going to spoil them. Which means they probably won't come back at all. Yeah. I like screw these people. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? I don't know. We saw a bunch of stuff and we wanted to talk about it this week. That's all. Just take a break from... Indie film stuff and just talk about some stuff we've watched. Mm-hmm. You so, go. So, Girls well, first. Off the... Hey, did you just did you just assume... Your gender? <laughs> I think it's a safe assumption. I don't know. Yeah. You ever seen me walk in a pair of heels? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, like a newborn swan. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. So, well, first of all, we want to thank everyone who's donated mm. to our film. We have hit the 2,000 mark. 2,000. Woo! Which hopefully, when you're listening to this, it'll be more than that. And if it's not, then go help, help us out. <laughs> help, help a gal and a, and a guy out, won't you? Yeah, please. Um, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's still live currently. Yes, we it have, is. I think, like two weeks left. So let's get over that finish line, people. Like 15 days at the moment mm-hmm. whilst recording this. You know, go check it out, or share it, mm-hmm. things like that. Yes. We gotta get this film, gotta get this film made, right. y'all. Right, right. So I guess we'll start Stranger Things since we both watched that one yeah. together. Um, third and third season. I almost said third and final, but it's. I thought it was the not. final. Why did I think this was the final? I, I nope. that was the reason why I looked forward to watching it because I was like, we're finally we'll going to end thing this. Wraps up. Yeah, it's finally going to be over because it's been going too long, and now you're telling me it's not over. Yeah, it's not. The Duffer Brothers have at least one more season planned. It's ridiculous. These kids are going to like. They're going to be. be they're going to have receding hairlines and like be going through menopause in the next it would be season. They're just see too old. If like you wait, you know, and you do like a time jump or something, you know, just all new characters. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Or, or yeah, maybe it's happening somewhere else. I just just like, do it from Russia. They are in, um, and and no shade to them because we all went through this stage. But they're in this really awkward teen stage where like you're no longer cute mm-hmm. at all, um, <laughs> but you're not quite old enough to really. They like, could have leaned into that more. It's just like experience of such a weird time yeah yeah like if if you're gonna if you're gonna have teenagers during that time then do like Mm -hmm. focus on what happens in a teenager's life at that time instead of trying to make them seem so like just cute and bubbly and like bubblegum innocent but then you know if they're bad they're like edgy or i don't know i just it i stopped giving a crap what these kids were going through in season two i felt like this season last season and wrapped up would have been great yeah Season two was like a snooze fest for me. Yeah. I didn't like like that at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I didn't mind the second season out of the three. I think it was the weakest for sure. Um, I really liked season three a lot outside of, you know, some of the, I did have some issues with it, but uh, for the most part, I really enjoyed it. Thought it was great. Great. Yeah. It's awesome. So I, and I really liked the, um, the creature design. And how they animated yeah. the creature and, and the visual effects portion of it was just so great. It was just really solid. There were a couple iffy spots, but yeah, that it wasn't blobby perfect. thing was, it was quite good. Just the uh, how it moves and mm-hmm. if it slammed its fist down, how the whole body reacts to it. Because you have a tendency to either not have the body react or have the body overreact. Because, mm-hmm. oh, look, it's doing it. But I think it just did it like a perfect amount. Um, or they do that like really extreme camera shake. It's like, yeah, look, it's it's heavy it. and yeah. it's yeah, and it just winds up looking really shaky and weird. Uh, I thought that visual effects were actually better than Spider Man, but I'll get into that oh. later. Oh, whoa, yeah, what is happening here? Yeah, uh, no, it was really really good. Um, 
the 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 arc of I mean, look, and I I know you, this is something that you brought up, and it's like you know it's these kind of like oh my god, what look, there's crazy things happening, and it's like at this stage they should be like okay, here we go, let's they should like know what's going on, yeah, you know what I mean? It's not like some kind of fish out of water fighting, like they know this evil thing's coming. So um, yeah, I don't know, but I think it was good. There it was, it, I thought it it was like silly it was more silly than it was a lot of silliness yeah than previously especially with the um, sheriff or whatever the hell yeah. his name is so there was there was a, a good amount of silliness that that more than i expected um and i and they had a the relationship between l and um is it what's the and what's his face um mike yeah mike um i don't know that felt i didn't really buy their chemistry mm-hmm. you know i felt it kind of was like forced a little bit and and not that they were bad at acting or portraying those emotions but just there was something about it that i didn't really buy the uh that relationship i would that's why i mean i would like to have i would have liked them to dive more into the the characters and the relationships and Mm -hmm. you know it's interesting that you know they they had um oh god was he went to camp that one with the uh dustin dustin and he came back from camp and he thought his friends were ignoring him and i i I liked that part of it i wish there was actually more of that going on Mm -hmm. you know um and they had, you know, they kind of put a face on the big bad, right, with that older brother guy. Yeah. Um, which I thought was interesting. You know, I thought that whole concept of Billy, the Billy? slime and the and the and how the the rats and the people exploded and everything. I just thought it was really interesting. Like, yeah, and it looked really really cool. And um, yeah, I, I guess I don't know, or maybe I wasn't paying attention, like how this thing came to be. Mm. Is this just some random thing from the upside down or is, you know what I mean? I don't, is this part of that main big creature? Is this that main, remember they had that yeah. big creature? Like big spider the, creature. Yeah. Like, so what's up with that? Is this part of that? Like what, where is this in the lore of it? I don't know. You know? I don't know. I mean, That's I, I was a little confused. I liked, maybe... the, I liked the blob. I thought that was really well done. And I thought the story overall, the pacing kept up because season two was just really like slow. Um, and I actually enjoyed a character that uh, an, an actor that to no fault of his own he's just doing his job as an actor but brett gelman who's in fleabag i can't fucking stand that guy <laughs> in that show and when i saw him in this i actually got upset because i yeah. was like i hate him yeah. i hate him i mean i hate his character and so i just hate his face yeah. and so <laughs> i was like oh no why did they put him in here and he for me actually kind of wound up stealing it of mm-hmm. all the characters um yeah. he did really well and um, he has really good timing, sort of this like oh, yeah. dry I mean, you kind hate of him, timing. But, like, not like because he's a bad there's actor some, or anything. Yeah, it's there's just some, that he plays there's that some role people really well. that you just like, depending on the show, that you just don't like. I yeah. just don't like the guy. When yeah. I see his face, I'm like, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Did nothing to me, yeah. but I can't stand he him. He plays a jerk so well. I just, I, I hate that character so much. And and since he has, you know, he's bald with a beard, he looks the same and everything, mm-hmm. you know. So when you see him, you automatically see that character. And I'm like, oh, this guy's a jerk. Yeah. Um, but he did really well in this. I enjoyed it. Um, I have I have three gripes, one of which Here I realize go. is not. Let's get into it's, it. It's not very, it, it's nitpicky and mm-hmm. I get it. But I it always kind of makes me wonder with these types of shows where crazy things like this happen and then they have, uh, they, they continue the series. In, in reality, even in film world, but in a realistic film world, let's just combine those two. If you had experienced something like that, how would you just bounce back yeah. for season two? Then it happens again, mm-hmm. and yet you bounced back for season three. How is not at least one or three of these characters an alcoholic, yeah. a pill popper? Yeah. PTSD, give me something. Like yeah. they all just want like, mm, whatever, big well, monster tried for, to kill us. Waiting for season five for that probably or something. I just, <laughs> I wish that like at least, I realize that, you know, well, we have to continue this and you want to keep the characters. That's the whole, that's that that's the whole punchline for it. And you're selling figurines and vinyls and pop vinyls and all this crap. And so mm-hmm. everybody can't just be in a straight jacket. I understand that. But there should at least, uh, say the kids are resilient. Let's just go with that. Oh, kids bounce back, fine. But then the adults- should kind of be messed up, like the ma, like Winona. The Ryder's ma, character. yeah, Winona's right. Winona Ryder's character. And now yeah, she's like a little bit better. Her like, kid disappeared into some magical monster underworld. And first of all, how is Will not like he should be like a human weather vane? Anything that kid feels, it's like something bad's happening. Yeah, 
Something bad's <laughs> happening. And yeah. that should be an un- that, that should be like an unspoken rule for everyone around him. When you feel weird in any kind of way. Yeah, let us know. If you well, if your left nut tingles in the slice, slightest way, yeah. you let us know immediately because that could be assigned to something here. Yeah. But just like, oh, whatever, just we'll just go about our lives, won't ask any questions. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Um I, if at least if uh what's his face, the the cop, I always forget his damn name. Um, you know. Hawk, right? I guess, yeah. Is it Hawk? Something like that. I don't know. Uh, They're in Hawkins. Uh, Hawkins. Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> no, maybe. Because um, when it's I hear Hawk, P, I think right? of Revenant. With a P? Is, does Hawk, Hawk start with a P? It's Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hawk, right? It starts with a P. It's Hopper. Wasn't his last name Hopper? Hopper. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it starts with a P. Hawk. We're like the worst. Oh, man. Um, What's that guy's name? He's great. <laughs> I mean, I would have liked to at, at least possibly see some excessive drinking Coming from that character or well, he did, something. Yeah, he, did, he did drink quite he a bit. He did, but no, I don't know. I, I felt like he should have been way more belligerent or something just mm-hmm. just from what they experienced. That that's, that's just me being nitpicky. The other two things are, and this isn't really like, it wasn't a problem, but it's just kind of funny that I think the younger generation enjoys the show because they get to jump back into a time where they didn't exist and it's nostalgic and it's all retro and everything. But in reality, for those of us that did live in that time, especially if you were living in a town as small as theirs, there's no way that your mall would be that 80s. Your mall would be very late 70s. Um, and not as updated. Yeah, that, so I felt like built in the eighties. So it couldn't even be the seventies because that, that it wasn't around in that era. Yeah. They but just I'm just saying like the design and stuff like I, I, it's just, I mean, growing up in the city, our house still had a very seventies feel yeah. by the early and mid eighties, like a, a town that small, again, it's nitpicky stuff, yeah. but it's just like a town that small. You don't think that they're incredibly wealthy. So everybody wouldn't be so updated. Right. what i'm saying so it felt like like they were really trying to drive the nostalgia of like everything's 80s everything 80s where for me season one had well season one you know took place a little bit earlier but it yeah. still had that more re- that that to me had a real good 80s vibe because it felt older still yeah they had like the 70s thing going on whereas here they just went like whole hog yeah f- they just flew right into you know everything 80s it's like yeah. they went to hot topic or something yeah <laughs> just got the set from there and my third complaint, again, someone's going to go, really? But it was how Eleven with Mike went from like a normal speaking teenager to all of a sudden not comprehending the English language yeah. in, in certain moments. It's like she could not, she couldn't hold sentences together and she sounded like Yoda. Yeah. A little, a little, um, uh, uh, it w- wasn't very cohesive in, in how she w- spoke. It, the first time she did it, I went like, eh, I'm just, I'm, I didn't, I'm being nitpicky or whatever. And then like by this, the third time I was like, no, no. Why does she keep doing that? Why yeah. does she like start leaving out Boys important? Lie. <laughs> like, Boys lie. Like before that, she's just like, Hey, what's your problem? What's going on? Like when she was on the phone with him and he says about his grandmother and she's mm-hmm. like, you know, just totally like, what's going on? What yeah. do you mean? Whatever. What, you know? And then in the next scene, it's like, why lie, boy? <laughs> Scared. <laughs> just like, why is she talking like that? Um, that was inconsistent. Yeah, yeah it that. was. It was a little. It was a little inconsistent. But I, I did enjoy it much more than season two. Hmm. Yeah, you weren't a fan of season two. I was not. So I, I I'd give it like a minus. Uh, yeah, I do an A minus as well. A minus because the uh, I, I would have liked to have seen more of the 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 relationship between the kids. I'd like to see that kind of. See some kind of arc, whether they were far, you know, where they maybe lose touch because everyone went away and they start to come back together, or vice mm-hmm. versa, or whatever. Just some kind of. Well, I guess maybe you'll get you'll get your wish when they make this again for the fourth season. Yeah, I think that's a, a nitpick of mine is that every season is like, who's the big bad guy, and then they defeat the bad guy at the end, and then then, and, the then same thing. and then there's a teaser for the next yeah, it's season. The same thing happened. So all yeah, around. it's you know it's it's like. Uh, Kind of similar to a Marvel movie that way. You know, you just have the... <laughs> but at least some of them, ha- you know, I liked, you know, I'd watched the others, the Dark and Black Spot. They have these more overarching themes that that last through a couple of seasons. And I enjoy that more. Well, speaking of Black Spot, why don't you tell us about that? So, yeah, I've been watching Black Spot. And I started watching Black Spot because... This is on the Netflix. On the Netflix. Mm-hmm. And I just finished Dark and I love Dark so much. 
And I wanted something similar in tone and mood and feel. And this fit the bill perfectly. <laughs> it's not as good as Dark. Dark's amazing. But this this show was really, really good. Um, it's a French show about this uh, small French town that lives on the edge of this huge forest. And in the forest, there's like this weird mythological stuff going on that mm-hmm. dates back to like, you know. Uh, the, French times. Yeah, when the knights were around and everything. <laughs> um, and so... There's in the the murder rate in this town is like three or four times the national average, and they're trying to figure out why all these people are dying, why all this weird stuff is happening. Uh, I just found it to be really interesting. I don't want to give too much away because it's very obscure, and I'm sure people haven't seen it. But it's um, it's, it, it's, it has a very interesting cover, which is why I initially put it yeah. on there because I was like, ooh, this looks this looks good, and I just this was a show that I fell off of because I I in season one I think I want to say like the first four or five episodes, I just felt like too much was going on. There was yeah, so much lot. going on. Um, and not not in a like, oh, it's it's too much information, but it was just like, I didn't have time to settle on the characters because mm-hmm. they jumped to another thing. And so I, I didn't really, I wasn't invested in the characters and I didn't care yeah. like what was happening to them. Then then it got interesting again. So it's like, I'm, I went on and off of it, yeah. unfortunately. Well, that's the thing is you have all this kind of like, mythological stuff happening in the forest but then you also have kind of like this crime drama happening in the town yeah um and i find that so there's a lot going on and and i find that very interesting um and it's shot it looks i think the mythology is what lost me because i thought it was more of just like a crime show it reminded me of like the killing but french that's what i thought i was getting and then i was like oh wait there's magical yeah weird monster things or whatever like eh. and then i kind of started going yeah, <laughs> like falling this way. Yeah, but the performances are good. It looks good. We you need know, a good well. crime show like The Killing. Yeah, they, we were like Netflix, Netflix and BBC. They're like you know they're on this this uh, sort of like uh, crime drama kick for a while. Well, now it's all sci-fi and now it's stuff. all like sci-fi. So yeah. I enjoy a good a good crime drama. Yeah, I would but like. The, but Black Spot is on Netflix mm-hmm. now. First two seasons, highly recommended. Um, if you're a big fan of like dark and, you know, stranger things or any, anything like that, I think you would enjoy it. So check it out. I don't want to give too much away of that. Cause like I, I don't said, know it's that kind I of recommend obscure. it if you're into stranger things, you're getting a totally different show there. Yeah, I guess. But just, the, the, just in terms the, of like it's darker a combination shows that, of, of dark and the killing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a French, yeah, I guess. a French no, uh, no time combo. Travel. No time travel. No. Yeah. And the cinematography is good, but not as good as dark. Right. Cause what, what, what is? What show does? What show looks as good as that? I know. I don't Seriously. know. Seriously, every shot is a trailer-worthy shot of dark. Beauteous. Um, so yeah, that's Black Spot on Netflix. So check it out. I'd give it uh, an A minus. Hmm. Hmm. I I can't rate it because mm. I I did fall off. Like they like got into like a toxic waste thing. I didn't I didn't even I didn't know that was happening. Yeah. I kept having to go. Wait, what happened? And there's good drama between the characters. You know, uh, the mom and the daughter, and then the ex husband. And there's also and... that like um that character that tony shalhoub monk character that they have they have this character that's the prosecutor the he's basically like a like a da what in america would be like a district yeah. attorney and uh yeah he's pretty great yeah but he's very like he's the french tony shalhoub yeah, essentially very much so he even looks like yeah. him like a, like if him and mr bean had a baby then yep. you'd get that guy yep indeed pretty good though all right, so okay. so that's that one. That's that's that. We're just just blasting through them. Hey, you know what? People don't want to hear a detailed <laughs> shot by shot breakdown. They just want to hear our thoughts of it. Everyone just wants to know what we think because our thoughts are important. That's right. Um, so we're going mainstream. We'll go mainstream. Okay. Uh, so you you saw Spider Man. We Spider-Man. we saw Spider Man and Midsummer at the same exact time in the same exact theater. Well, not theater, but not the same exact. Well, it was a movie theater. Movie complex. Um, but at uh, different different movies at yeah. the same time because I didn't really care. Oh. I would have seen Spider Man if this movie hadn't come out the same week because mm-hmm. I've been waiting for Midsummer for a long time yeah. since since midfall. Yeah, I've been waiting for it, and you were obviously going to watch Spider Man, mm-hmm. and uh, so you didn't really have an interest in Midsummer because you don't like scary movies. Well, I I don't mind scary movies, but um yeah i mean i'm just like whatever yeah you know so i was like okay i'll watch my movie and you watch your movie yep i watched my movie with perry though right <laughs> i dragged somebody along perry horror boss because he likes horror movies you know get it wow <laughs> if he doesn't punch you in the throat for that one i don't know 
All right. So, so what did you think of your of, of your Marvel movie? Was I it marvelous? It was marvelous. Yeah. yeah. I knew. How did I know you were going there? It's good. You know, there was a lot of interesting things they did in the the visual effect. Here, here's the thing. So What's the, the thing? The visual effects I thought were like okay, mm. but then I wonder if we're giving spoilers out. I wonder if they're supposed to be not good because the whole idea. So, so I don't think Disney works that way. I don't think well, anything's ever not supposed to be good. All of these visual effects, like you saw in the trailers of mm-hmm. of the uh, all the elementals he's fighting, they're all illusions that Mysterio is making because Mysterio mm-hmm. is uh, a, an illusionist in the comic books. So you don't know what's real and what's not. So then I wonder, well, was it? Were these visual effects not supposed to be that great on purpose because they were they were actual <laughs> like. If, the, fake, if anybody like, who did the visual effects on that is hearing that now, I bet they're just loving that. Yeah. Were they supposed to look like shit? Or? Well, I wouldn't say they look like shit or anything, but they definitely like, I don't know. There was just something about them. But then the other stuff, I guess, was okay. So I don't know. The visual effects weren't like, to me, weren't like, wow. I thought the visual effects in Stranger Things were better than the ones in Spider-Man. But, you know, to be fair, you're dealing with, you know, fire and, and water. And don't and have it that if you can't do it right. Hard, is very and hard don't put look, it in there. Look realistic. Anyway. Overall, I really like the movie. I love Tom. I'm a huge Tom Holland fan. I like him as an actor. Mm-hmm. I think he's a. I think he's got a lot of. Uh, I think he's. You know, he's obviously in these big blockbuster movies, but I feel like he has a. He has potential to be like a really, really great actor. In like, I'd love to see him in some smaller but things. Everybody's always going to miss Spider Man. So yeah, um, because he plays. And, and the thing is, with those bigger movies, you have so. Time is money, so you're you're not shooting. You don't have a long time to do those scenes. I don't. I I don't think. And he is always like on point with whatever emotion you know, because he plays this this kind of unsure like dorky kid who gets in the way of himself. But then also when he has to be Spider Man, he's very confident and aggressive. Not aggressive, but very confident and like can kind of play fit that role too. And he mm. balances that really really well. Um, and that's that's. What I really like about the spider, these spider, this version of the Spider-Man movies is that Spider-Man isn't perfect. He kind of sucks actually, as a as a as a superhero because he's just a teenager. You know, they don't shy away from him making mistakes. I mean, the the premise of this movie is predicated on him making a huge mistake, which mm-hmm. he did. I I like that about it. You know, um, that they're you know he's allowed to make mistakes and mess up and everything. And I don't know. I thought I thought it was solid in that regards. But you know, I, I would like to see the. I would like to see more of the. Russo brothers influence on this. The great thing about the Russo brothers when they did Affinity War and Endgame was the combat. Hmm. They finding interesting ways. I was going to say I didn't see I didn't see the film, but had I seen the film, the only reason, the only saving grace for me with these types of movies is that well, you can bank on the visual effects being great because you don't go to you don't go to this you don't go to a Marvel movie for the fantastic storyline mm-hmm. and you know the the mind blowing performances mm-hmm. even though they're good actors they're, they're yeah. always good actors but it's not like they're this is their their best i'm sorry i love robert downey jr but if he wins an oscar <laughs> for for infinity War, it's like what yeah. you know he he's played way better parts than that you yeah. know so this it's like you go for the explosions and the fights and all that stuff so if you haven't mastered water and fire then you shouldn't be doing water and fire and yeah. if even if uh, even if Mysterio is supposed to be sort of uh, blurring the lines on what's reality and what isn't, that doesn't mean that it, it shouldn't look good. Mm-hmm. I would have been pretty bummed then because I don't really care to watch those movies. But if I would have left and been like, and the effects weren't great. Well, it's it's the combat in terms of the, the hand-to-hand combat. Like the thing that's so good. But you said my, earlier that the effects, like yeah, the you didn't effects, know if yeah. they were, if it was intentional or not. They, they weren't, yeah. And, but it and should, and look, I don't sure, care, it I'm shouldn't sure be. a whole bunch of people worked really hard on it, you know, and I don't want to, you know, but, you know, I'm sure they they could have made it better if they just probably didn't have enough time. Yeah. You know, which is always what it comes down to for visual effects. It's just enough time. But um, in Infinity War and Endgame, the, the way that they have the characters fighting each other is very, uh, it's interesting. They sit and they think about an interesting, like, like Captain America has a shield. Like what? What can you? What, you know? But they found an interesting something interesting to do with the shield, and they, yeah. you know, they in Infinity when everybody is fighting um, with uh, Thanos, Thanos, that was very intense. I loved that scene. Mm-hmm. And then again in Endgame, it wasn't just a repeat of Infinity War. They right. found like a real for me, and so I, I and just all the other. I just love their combat system that the Russo brothers do, and I feel like this kind of lacked in there. There's definitely interesting things that Spider Man does with his webs and his abilities and everything, and there's a really really nice sequence in the middle where peter 
part or Spider-Man is in this kind of like, you know, uh, halluc- not hallucinating, but he's in like this, this, um, you know, Mysterio is really effing with him with what's reality and all this crazy stuff's happening. And I really liked that a lot. There was just this really interesting kind of uh, sequence. And then there's a really great sequence at the end when he's like fighting through all these drones and he doesn't know what's real, but he has to use his spider sense. Hmm. And so how he's going in and out of that reality and how he finally gets to Mysterio at the end. I thought that was done so well. Um, and then the post-credit sequences, both of them are amazing. I'm like really excited for what's coming next. He actually ran into two of the Steady Geekin guys. Yeah. I didn't even know. They On a were, whim. Yeah. Yep. They were there. And so as soon as the Brandon movie ended, Blake, shout out to ran, ran over to them and watched the post-credit sequence with them. <laughs> um, and so it's interesting to see what would happen because in the end of the first one, J. Jonah Jameson comes back. J.K. Simmons plays him as he did in the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man because he was the best. That was probably the best part of those Spider-Mans was him. It was amazing. So he comes back. But he's more like this uh, conspiracy theory guy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the DailyBugle.net. And he's like mm-hmm. this Alex Jones conspiracy theory guy. And, and Mysterio was actually recording everything that happened. And then, as you know, because this is a spoiler thing, he outs Spider-Man who he is and... Uh, and they make it seem like he actually killed and did all that destruction that Myster- that Mysterio did. So now it'll be like, well, what is the third one going to be? Because now everybody knows who he is and everyone thinks he's a killer. It's crazy. I don't so, know. They'll figure it out and then they'll they'll have int- six more stories yeah, to follow. It'll be interesting. And then the final, final one was showing that um, Sam Jackson and his partner, I can't remember her name, uh, were actually scrolls the whole time that were shapeshifted. His partner? Yeah. Uh, Col- is it Kobe Smolders? I thought he was with Captain Marvel. No, there's, he has that other going on. that other that other partner. Um, and, oh well, excuse <laughs> us. <laughs> and so, so we don't know how long they were scrolls, and then they cut back to Sam Jackson, who's actually on a scroll ship, and say they have to get to work now. So, yeah, it's. I, I know that the uh, the Russo brothers had said that this is this is technically the end of Phase Three, not Endgame. So now Phase Four, and Phase Four is supposed to be more intergalactic stuff. You're dealing with space more and all that stuff. So it'll be interesting to see. I thought both of them were great. Having seen J.K. Simmons back as J. Jonah J., I hope he's in the next one a lot more because mm. he's just it's just so great. He's your tempo. He is. He's, he is my tempo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't want to throw a symbol at his head, but he's my tempo. <laughs> so I enjoyed it. I thoroughly. I would go. I would watch it again. I have some gripes with. Oh, actually, and another good thing was. Oh, what happened? No, but this is a good thing is okay. is Tom Holland and Zendaya's chemistry is great. Mm-hmm. She plays that role. I don't know much about her from and I know she's like a singer too or something. So is I don't she? Know, I think so. But I, I know mm-hmm. but she plays that role. I know her role. name's not pronounced Zendaya like everyone says. Oh, yeah, no. But she plays that role really really well, you know, just kind of awkward kind of I teen like or whatever. That, I like that she's And she doesn't um, always have to be modeled up. Yeah, I like that she looks like a real person. Yeah. You know, like she's an attractive girl, obviously, but it's not, you know, usually you have like the the Mary Janes, mm-hmm. right? You know, that are like, you, these, they look like Disney princesses, you know, yeah. and she's uh, a princess. Yeah. <laughs> um, wears a crown and comes down in a bubble, dog. dog. Um, so I, I liked that when I'd seen the first one that, you know, she was kind of, more of like this grungy yeah. sort of like and moody he, and character. She, she in this one they you know they go into her character a little bit more and she's actually like a fan of she uh, Tom Holland was buying her like this black do- black dahlia. I guess it's like a flower. Yeah. Um so he was making her one because she really she really liked the black dahlia because of all the murders. Yeah. So she's very kind of yeah. I don't want to say goth because that's kind of like whatever she's but she's ed- very she's an edgy gal. Edgy gal, yeah. And I I thought that was a, a, a nice take on her. Yeah. Instead of being so like girly girl, you know. Yeah. She's there's kind of there's like, enough of that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I like that. Um, and all the side characters were great. JB Smoove is in it. We love JB Smoove. Mm-hmm. The guy with the long hair from Silicon Valley is in it. And he's, with the glasses? Yeah, that's yeah. always just kind of like morose and But in this monotone. is super like nerdy and excited. So like, oh. it's nice to see him like stretch, you know, as an actor, like play yeah. something completely different. So what would you give? I was it? impressed. Yeah. Probably like a normally I'd give you it, were going into the B's. I, I saw. I, I was gonna say normally oh. I would give this film a B plus, but because I just like the character of Spider-Man so much, I'm going to have to go with an A-. minus. It was a great it's weekend. It's just A- across the board with you today. Yeah, Everything a, gets an A-. It was a great weekend for entertainment for mm-hmm. me. A lot of good, a lot of stuff I connected with. But she, you actually got off of work for a holiday and the day after a holiday. That never happens because yeah. you would have never been able to watch all this. And um, we got to watch a lot of cool stuff. True. And a Knicks game. <sighs> and we lost. So. Of course. <laughs> nothing, nothing to, nothing so to do there. So pretty much a Knicks game. Yeah. And so you saw Midsummer. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and uh, I know you've been looking forward to this movie. I was. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have to. Okay, so let me just start by saying that. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, that it's sort of like a double-edged sword um, when um, you have success as an unknown filmmaker. Okay. Because that's it's both a blessing and a curse in that everything you make moving forward is going to be compared to that initial success. Right. And God forbid you try to like venture out of that genre, people will have none of it. Mm -hmm. uh, not that I felt that's what he was doing with this. It's still very much supposed to be like, I guess a horror movie and, you know, um, but I just, um, I just like, I, I found, I found the foreshadowing to be like really obvious. Yeah. It was almost like five shadowing. <laughs> it, it was a bit heavy handed. Yeah. And the, the story is very much spelled out for you. I, I have mm. to assume that was intentional because I, I think he's a very good writer and director. So I don't think right. that he accidentally spelled the film out for you. I think you're supposed to go in knowing that some that everyone's going to probably die. Right. There's <clears throat> you know? no twist. He just lays it out there. For yeah, him. I think for him, like the, the think... type of filmmaker he is, is that he's more about the the adventure to said death yeah, than think, that. Yeah, I think that us as moviegoers have become so accustomed to some kind of twist. Mm -hmm. There's always a twist and every every movie has to have a twist. And then when you don't see that, it's almost like, whoa, what? Well, I knew it was going to happen the whole time. And maybe that was the idea. Yeah. I think, well, initially I didn't know that going in. Mm. I thought like, oh, this is going to be, there's, there's going to be some kind of like twist going on here yeah. um, because even hereditary, hereditary had a bit of one mm. I mean, you knew shit was going to go down once you saw the trailer you're like right. oh this is going just is terrible for this whole family but you, there was sort of this twist at the end this one it was sort of obvious probably for me like 25 30 minutes in I, whenever they got to that compound mm -hmm. you know you're just like oh this is this is going to go badly for them <clears throat> the focus seemed to be a lot more on their relationship on these two characters with florence Pugh, i think mm -hmm. and then i don't remember rayner Jack, I want to say his name is Jack Rayner, but I may have just made that up. I don't mm. know who Jack Rayner is, but I think it was the guy who plays her boyfriend. Not sure. Okay. Um, it seemed to be more about their relationship than anything. All right. Well, um, that's not always a bad thing, you know? No, no. I'm just saying that like that was, I think that going in, you're looking at it as a horror movie about like, oh, these college students go into this weird, crazy Swedish town. and But it's actually more about the deterioration of, their relationship mm. and then this sort of rebirth I mean, when you see it. I don't want to spoil, I mean, I don't want to give like total spoilers, right. but I will be spoiling things, I guess, but yeah, I yeah. give everything away. Um, my, my one gripe sort of in the beginning was that there's a scene of her crying after her family. She finds out that her family is pretty, all her immediate family is dead. This, mm -hmm. this happens like the first 10 minutes of the movie. So it's not right. really much of a spoiler going that far in, but um, I, I don't, I mean, I guess I could see how if in her state of mind, she would just sort of escape and go on this trip. But I just don't think the average person would mm -hmm. be thinking of going on a trip to Sweden mm -hmm. when their family, because their, their family's like dies brutally. Well, I mean, if no there's less. any time for a vacation, it would be after <laughs> your family's been brutally brutal murdered. Death. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but that's just kind of like more personal stuff. I guess it's just, I, I would have maybe thought there would have been more time there. But mm. having said that, I understand why her character then stays once all the weird shit happens because she's sort of trying to escape her current situation oh. and be in this new place and all that. But then the other characters, why they stay doesn't really make sense to me because we're not talking about a like a bunch of college dropouts. They're all in college. That's where mm. they know each other from. And they're, they're, two of them are doing their thesis uh, the actor who, uh, who plays Chidi from The Good Place was in it. That was exciting for me because mm -hmm. I do enjoy him. Yeah. Um, uh, but I I didn't understand why they those people would stay. Her frame of mind, I get it. She's not really thinking because she's basically having a panic attack through the entire film. Right. <clears throat> and it's just I, an anxiety I, attack. <laughs> it's just a two and a half hour long anxiety attack. Midsummer. <clears throat> the... Uh, um, uh, uh, pun intended. It, it felt like a midsummer watching this. It was mm. quite long, and he's very much a fan is of a midsummer a unit of time. Yes. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, he he's a fan of these very drawn out, long, emotional, moody scenes, mm -hmm. which work. 
but sometimes you're just like, let's pick this up and yeah. keep going. <laughs> so I have, I have a feeling like that, that this is the edited version. Something tells me there was oh, wow. probably like a longer, cause it just the it way it was written. 20 minutes, right? That was, yeah. Was the way it was written, I feel like stuff, cause stuff always gets cut down. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. if this is, this was your final edit, then what got cut out, you know? Yeah. Um, so. So wait, do you feel there was missing scenes? No, 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 no. I just, you know, I just mean that in in every film, it's never every scene that you that you shoot makes into the film. There's always stuff that you cut out, running too long. This didn't work, whatever. So I'm just like curious how long this film probably actually was. Um, But I just, I just really didn't buy them staying. And then also, there's this this sort of there's a split in Will Poulter's character. I don't know why I can't say his Poulter. 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 Like Poltergeist, he was in the the Netflix, the Black Black Mirror, that mm. one long episode. Uh, what was that one big one with all the choices? Oh, Bandersnatch. Yeah, mm. bandwidth, whatever. Bandwidth snatch. <laughs> bandwidth snatch. That's what it did. Um, bandwidth. It did. So um, he, in the beginning of the film, is sort of this a character who seems to to have a grasp on reality in that. Um, her relationship with his best friend seems to be just kind of consuming. And he's like, it's a, it's that very dude conversation of like, look, this girl's just training you and it's all about her. Mm-hmm. You should just break up with her. And he's like, I can't because she's going through shit. And my CDs are in his truck. <laughs> my CDs are in his truck. So he goes from that character to becoming like the bumbling American idiot, mm-hmm. which he plays well. Right. He's like this, just this abrasive. Just a stupid American, you know, that just doesn't understand or respect culture, you know, that, that, that he's not familiar with. And so that was, but it just didn't match for me. It wasn't Mm -hmm. kind of cohesive. I didn't feel that the, the opening scene character matched that guy. I felt like that guy would have been like, I'm going to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Cause this shit ain't right. Right. Things are going on. Um, in terms of it being gruesome, I didn't really, I don't know. I I have a, a twisted, Mm head so it takes a lot for me yeah i was actually i would have actually liked some of the things to be to have been dialed back not because they were too gruesome but because you know you can only go so far with something before it starts Starts to to look fake fake, yeah and that's where you know he would there's a scene at the top of a cliff and two things happen and when the first thing happens beautifully done i mean that i actually just went like oh and then when the second thing happens at first it's okay and then it just goes too far. If he had just stopped there, I think it would have been even more impactful, disturbing yeah. and impactful than to just continue going with that. Uh and then at the end there's this weird orgy thing mm-hmm. that is completely displaced for me. I don't think that it I think that if it it had been a simulated scene or just, you know, that that it was filmed in such a way that oh, this is what's happening is like ritualistic sex scene or whatever. Yeah. But he took this, I don't know, I, that's the one thing I would want to pick his brain on. Like, where the hell did this scene come from? Ritualistic <laughs> like, sex scenes to be weird. It's just like a as weird, well you concept, should. weird concept, you know, <laughs> that you, I don't know. It felt, I hate to say this, it felt contrived mm-hmm. and it felt like it was an adaptation of like what a a, a secluded virgin would assume sex was like right like if you had taken some kid in a swedish mountain 12 year old version of yeah that well that had never seen other people and lived in a cult right and they had witnessed one too many orgies through a keyhole and -hmm. then you went like what do you think sex is about they would have written that scene okay it just didn't i just didn't understand keyhole sex (laughs) you know pretty much memories (laughs) to go back in time i tell you uh i i yeah it was so bizarre yeah. and 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 there's no way that he didn't know that people were going to laugh at that scene i just don't know why 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 did you want why did I'm you want sure people to laugh at that. that scene he had to there's no way there's no the, he's far too competent a filmmaker to have filmed that seriously and thought that people would be like ooh how <laughs> sensual a weird witch orgy yeah. got it there's no way there's a, he hey, knew that people were going to laugh story, at that Especially when he scripted in having a woman start to push on said character's butt cheeks mm. to aid in said thrusting. There's no well, I way. Mean, hey, thrusting can get tiring after a while. So. <laughs> Sometimes you need a break. Yeah. Um, there's no way that he didn't know that people were going to laugh at that. Mm. They're all going to laugh at you. Mm. So I 
would love to know where the hell that came came from. from. Where did that come from? Why? Yeah. That was that was like my main I could have I could have forgiven every other little thing in the story that I was like, eh, I don't know. Mm. You know, there's always like little things that you question, but yeah. that one that just jumped out much. like a like a drop kick to the throat mm. once that scene took place. Uh Perry and I were just kind of sitting there and like all you could see was just like our shoulders bouncing because we were trying not to laugh out loud. But everybody else was just kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know? It's really was really weird, but not place. even not even weird like in a like a Lars von Trier kind of weird, you know, mm-hmm. where you're just like, oh, this guy's weird. It was just weird in that it's it was displaced. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just didn't belong. Yeah, uh, to me, that was just my opinion. Um, and then my my only other gripe was he's got this thing with with heads, D- yeah, with displaced heads, yeah, as in they're not attached to the body anymore, mm-hmm. which is fine, you know, to each their own, right? Sure, but. Some what? people like, you know, Jolly Ranchers has got like <laughs> decapitated heads. Nice. Bedazzled heads. But that's that for me, that's where it was uh, where the where the issue was was that the heads, the way they were ordained, if you will, was almost identical, or at least to me, was almost identical to the end scene of Hereditary. So much so that for a second I went like, is this like a crossover or right. these two like is this Swedish cult from what I remember, back in my Satanism days, sure. um mm-hmm. the the entity that they worship in hereditary i don't remember being swedish may have been Uh, but so if that's the case ah light bulb moment i see how these worlds have sort of interwoven and this is happening in the states and this is happening in sweden but if not then it's basically like he took extended universe yeah he just took that scene Mm -hmm. and then as an end scene and then made it an end scene again yeah so that was like why, what, what is with the heads with the like crowns and sticks coming out? I don't know yeah. why they all have to like, okay, take their heads off, but I guess like do something that doesn't remind me of the first film. Yeah. It's, it's rough. It, that's rough because. You got to wonder if he like wrote this first, but then made hereditary and then went back to this. He or... strikes me as a person who has many stories. Yeah. I have a feeling he has tons of stuff. And so I just don't know. Like if, if I had to guess, I have to, if I'm being completely honest, it came across as rushed. Yeah. The story seemed rushed and, and maybe overthought. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I don't know when he wrote it or what the circumstances w- were. Mm-hmm. But in comparison to Hereditary, it seemed a bit more cohesive. This story just seemed... All over the place. I don't know. I don't know that it was all over the place so much as like the idea just felt forced or rushed or, mm-hmm. or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it. I would. I would certainly recommend seeing it, especially if you wanted to see it. But I, I, I didn't leave with the same film that i thought i was going into it was a completely different film than i thought it was going to be mm. i'd heard it was funnier than hereditary yeah well i don't remember any funny parts in hereditary <laughs> or not any that were intentional this was yeah he did sort of sneak a bit of comedy in there especially will Poulter's character he yeah. kind of got all of the laughs yeah um and so i knew you're gonna die and you're gonna die badly because mm. you're the funny, the funny stupid guy, american yeah. that keeps pissing them off so that was that was pretty obvious, as I think it was intended to be. Yeah. But yeah, the heads thing, sex scene and the heads thing. It was a bear. <laughs> Do you think if you took those out that the movie would have... I would have liked it better. Yeah. yeah. And again, I didn't hate it. I was just kind of like disappointed. Would the movie have made sense without bit. those scenes? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't need those. You didn't need the heads or the yeah. the weird thrusting made. Yeah. They didn't need thrusting to be there. Made. <laughs> My chambers immediately. <laughs> I'm growing weary. <laughs> Yeah, those two things didn't add anything really to the storyline. It wasn't, I mean, even the severed, the severed head was the thing I didn't like about Hereditary. I was, I was in 98% until that last scene. Mm -hmm. It got a little silly for me and I didn't really care for it, but it was like, we had never seen that before. So, okay. But now I've seen that in your movie a year ago. So it's not even like you took that concept and then 10 years later did it again. It was like the very next film you did had that same thing. So I kind of want to. I want to hope that there's this. There, it's an interchangeable Marvel world, right? <laughs> where where these two things connect somehow. That would be interesting. I would like to see him do like sci-fi, yeah, or something. I think that he that you know. I still. Th- this is something that that I hate when people do that. Somebody makes a film or a filmmaker that you like. You can't see my air quotes. The second they make something that you're not in love with. Or a bad filmmaker. People drop them. And that's yeah. not fair. I think he's a good, he's a really good filmmaker and he's a good writer. And I love a writer director. Mm-hmm. I just, this wasn't my favorite. But again, I think 
three years ago, he was still making short films. Yeah. And you're here. Yeah. In three years. That's a pretty much an amazing a, accomplishment yeah. right there. I don't know what the budget was on it, but it, you know, it was big enough that, you know, it was like mainstream. Yeah. You know, so that's that's the filmmaker dream. It's a it's a pipe dream. We're realistic. We're like in an, in a perfect world, someone would see our work, see our shorts and be like, I totally believe in your work. Here's millions of dollars. Have at it. Yeah. That doesn't really happen often. So the fact that he got there, it's like, good for you, man. Mm-hmm. Like, that's great. Yep. I'm I will still watch whatever he makes. This one was in comparison to Hereditary was not I didn't think was as good. I didn't enjoy it as much, but I will watch whatever the hell he makes. Next time, there better not be heads in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, I, I might have, have to M. Night you yeah. and cut you off if you keep putting heads in things. Yeah, I had read somewhere that he didn't want to do another horror film. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I don't know if that's true because I read it on the internet. I've been trying not to read anything before doing this episode because I didn't want to be jaded by other people's opinions. Right. Well, so, you know. Congrats. There was, there, it was, it was, six. what? What? <laughs> what? What happened? What? what? What's going on? I, I was just going to say, I felt like it was still, it was a, it was a good movie, mm-hmm. but there were just, um, I don't know, maybe it's something he has to work out because I don't want to say he's a new filmmaker. He's been making shorts. Mm-hmm. He's been making films, but um, there's just too many similarities. There were certain scenes that just the way they were filmed, the angle, everything was exactly like hereditary. Mm. So this if you tell me, moves. if you tell me this is all kind of happening in the same world, I'm with you. Yeah. But if it's not, then that. Well, yeah. when we have him on next week, we'll ask him. <laughs> when he comes here and punches me in the face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Constructive. Look, if I made this movie, I'd be tickled with myself saying that sex scene. I can't justify that. I don't yeah. care who you are. I don't yeah. care who you are. I would never justify that. Yeah. Out. That has to go. Yeah. But even the heads and everything, I'd be I'd be tickled pink with myself. Yeah. He's, still a, he's still a great filmmaker. So maybe, just... maybe he is then. You know, maybe, you know, I got to assume that he's happy with that film. So it. I would hope so. Yeah. Um, so it'd be interesting to see, you know, it would be interesting to hear his kind of, you know, like um, true response to how he felt it came out. I'm going to start reading stuff mm-hmm. now that I've done this now that I, I can kind of jump in. And yeah. um, there was only one thing that that Facebook spoiled for me, which was that the guy who plays her boyfriend, he sort of uh, he has a, a he meets a terrible fate. Mm-hmm. And that I guess when they did the screener for it. The audience laughed and he was legitimately upset mm. and offended. And I, I think told the audience they should be ashamed of themselves. Wow. For a bit of a diva. Yeah. For um well, he he did full frontal and running. Full mm. frontal running. That's uncomfortable. Not a dude. Yeah. You know, uh lots of things flopping. Uh, uh. And so I imagine he he felt vulnerable and you know, people are like but you know, you gotta wait. The actor did or the director? The actor. Oh no, yeah, the director walked around on set with his bits flopping about. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of movie you think is being made here? Well, you got you know you got uh, hump maids and <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, the 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 actor. Yeah. So I guess he didn't he didn't think that it was that people should laugh at it because it was that his fate was was exaggerated. He didn't deserve what happened to him. Mm. So what what would you you give this film then. Mm. I'm kind of writing between a B and a B minus. Oh, all right. Now, if they had taken out the the heads and the sex scene, what would you have given it? B plus A minus. Oh, okay. Had a teetered there. Well, it was a really effect affecting scene. Yeah. Yeah. It it, it yeah. yeah. It, it kind of towed the line of like ruining, ruining things it. I did like about it because it was so it was so weird and displaced. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that was Midsummer. <laughs> <laughs> I still love the guy. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I still think he. I think he's going to make really amazing he has an stuff. M. Night, he's not on M Night's level yet. No, I I refuse to allow Hereditary to be his sixth, sixth sense. <laughs> Wait, I don't know if you have much say in that, but that's fine. I won't let it happen. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'll start beheading people and bedazzling their heads, and you know, ship them to them. Yeah, to I'll, sh- I'll ship them to him for inspiration. Mm. Don't don't fall. Don't do this. Don't fall down this path. Don't do it. That's 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 been that's how we spent our Fourth of July weekend. weekend yeah, was sitting on our asses. Yep, watching a bunch of shows Either and in or here films or in an air conditioned. Always in the oh, air. By the way, air conditioned environment. Spider Man. It was in a new the Danbury Theater, and they have the this the Dolby Digital Theater in there, and you had the fancy reclining pants seats. We didn't have any and, of that. And then in ours. when like anything impactful would happen, your seat would rumble a little bit. It was pretty fun. 
If they, if they had brought that into our movie, it would have been like when the sex scene came, you'd feel something <laughs> so pushing push your, your ass. ass in the seat. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that scene might have been saved by that. Yeah. If you felt hands pushing yeah, your ass. Yeah, it was like, whoa, what's going on in this chair? It's really immersing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm really there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Yeah, I didn't get Can't any. Win them all. I didn't get. I didn't get any any ass pushing in that film. No. So I also got a little figurine of Spider Man on my way yeah, in. You always well because we were supposed to go to Alamo and you would have gotten your glass, glass, but I ruined it for you because I wanted to see my movie at the same time. Hey, it's the sacrifices I make to be in this relationship. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and we thank you for it, yeah. Paul. We, <laughs> yeah, me and the rest of the world. Oh, okay, all right. Well, Whose every then. every breath is uh, is based upon our relationship. Yes. And the success of it. Yeah. The success, it just with bated breath that the rest of the world watches this show and is like, I hope their relationship is still solid this week. Uh, well, this week it's good, but next week. Who knows? It's a crapshoot. <laughs> it is. You don't know what you're going to get. It the is. weather's Flip getting hot. Coin. Flip a coin. Yeah. <laughs> People get irritable when it's hot. You know, it just it happens. Well, uh, we're going to be meeting up with the Steady Geeking guys tomorrow, yeah, so actually. So we'll probably be on we're a be future on them, episode so of theirs. look out for the, you know, we'll. You know, we'll obviously be hoarding that about once once we are on there. So that'll be fun. I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing those guys tomorrow. Shout outs to them and to Reality Bomb Comic Cast and to Parlor 109 and Carmel, who is who still has our posters up in their establishment yes. to help advertise for our crowdfunding. Yep. So go. A vital sign on Indiegogo for anybody who's like, you know what? I have an extra freaking 10 or 25 or 50 or $125.72 in my pocket. I actually have an extra 500 bucks. I don't know what to do with this thing. Oh, what the hell to do with this? $2,000. Associate producer. (laughs) Here you go. So, you know, I mean, whatever. Whatever. Whatever's you got. Whatever's. Help help us out. Um, We're going to be, so we got two more weeks for that. Mm -hmm. And then in two weeks, you're going to. You'll get that episode where we're like, so we didn't really get anywhere close to what we were hoping, but hey, that's yeah. film. Yeah. Such is life. Uh, Such is life. So, yeah. And not up for debate. Did we say them? I didn't. Yeah. I Shout didn't. Out to them. And Perry, obviously. Obviously Perry. Perry Horror Voss. <laughs> I'd say that you need a snack, but you've already eaten. I'm so full. <laughs> Maybe that's so what full. it is. When you're too hungry or too full, you're yeah. just you're just a silly ass. Yeah. And I think that'll do it for this week. That that will do it. I'm just about done for this week. Ugh, this is such hard work. We hope none of our uh, we hope none of our listeners blew any of their damn digits off being yeah. an idiot on the Fourth of July. I'm trying to get somebody on for next week. Um, You're trying, but I'm trying. We'll see what happens. You may or may not be successful. Who, yeah. who knows? We'll see. We'll, we'll see. Yes. Uh, how that goes. So stay tuned for next week for possibly somebody else, but <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Bye. Bye.